You can support the Reality Check podcast on Patreon, GoFundMe, or by purchasing one of my books. Links down in the show notes below. Welcome to the Reality Check podcast. I'm Zachary Phillips. So for today's episode, I've pulled the audio from another video of mine. Uh, This one's on my response to the Gillette ad. You know, the controversial one that's just sort of floating around social media. I thought I would give give my response a little bit of a go and float my ideas and see what you think. I approach it in a bit of a different way to what other people are and probably different from how you'd expect me to. So please take a listen and then, you know, comment back to me on social, letting me know what you think of my interpretation and response to this ad. Because these sort of things are going to pop up in the cultural zeitgeist every so often, and I'd love to know what you think of my read of them. So anyway, thank you. Check it out. So I wanted to give you my take on the Gillette ad, The Best a Man Can Be. The the one that's sort of going around and people are saying it's quite feminist or it's anti-men and there's a whole bunch of issues and controversies about this. So I figured given what I do in my past and all that sort of stuff, I should weigh in with my two cents. First of all, let's just step back from this whole debate and realise that this is an advert, yeah? As in, the, the real winner here with all of this controversy, regardless of in what side of the fence you fall on, whether you're for it, whether you're against it, right? We're all talking about Gillette, and, you know, I'm aware that I'm contributing to this too, so here you go, have some free advertisement. So, really, you've got to understand that whenever a massive corporation comes out with something like this, they didn't just sort of throw it together and be like, oh, hey, you know, look what we, you know, look what just, we just popped out. This is a massive multi-million dollar company that chose every single scene and every single word perfectly, right? Throughout there, there's a bunch of videos that I've seen separately that they've incorporated, which means that they've paid thousands or millions of dollars to those people to get their footage, you know, like the dad with the kid, He's holding up his little girl and, you know, looking in the mirror and a bunch of, you know, fights being broken up and a whole bunch of other little sort of clips. They have all been sourced and paid for by Gillette. So, all of this publicity is great for their brand, right? So, with that in mind, be aware we are talking about an advertisement that's designed to create controversy. It's designed to make people rally onto one side or the other. If you want to be popular in any sense, and this goes for people or for brands or for anything, you need to polarise. That means some people will love you and some people will hate you. So what Gillette is doing by making a controversial ad is they're putting their their flag in the sand and saying, hey, we're over this side of the fence. If you're with me, this is the brand of Shaver for you. If you're not with us, if you think this is too far or whatever, if you find us anti-men or whatever the controversy against this ad is, you're over here so they won't buy. They don't care. They're now solidifying themselves in the minds of every single person who's leaning towards what this ad is pushing for, i.e. being a fucking good person, for lack of a better expression, right? So, as long as we can sort of step back and be aware of that. So what's my opinion on the ad and on the message? Well, it seems pretty clear that to treat people with respect and sort of, you know, go down the path of, you know, the woke culture path of treating women with respect, treating men with respect, getting rid of the idea of, you know, boys will be boys by fighting and the whole thing. Um, 
breaking down gender stereotypes, respecting um, women in the roles of authority, not talking over them, the whole thing. It seems pretty hard to argue against that. I mean, if you're sitting here going, yeah, I think they're pushing it a bit far, what, what part of the ad exactly do you think is being pushed too far? Like, what part, what part of that ad are you like, oh, draw it back a little bit? There's, there's something that I like to consider often is, is what side of history are you going to be on? Yeah, so like if, you know, I talk a lot about mental health and I think in the future, people are going to be a lot more accepting of mental health. Same thing with everything else that has a stigma, sexuality, gender, the whole thing, right? In the future, it's not going to be this massive debate. It's going to be more acceptable. Okay, over time, you can look at things and we're getting, society in general, all around the world is getting more progressive. It's getting more accepting of difference, of change, and just accepting people as they are. Yeah? So what side of history do you want to be on? If you look back at pictures of the past, people would protest against, you know, having people of opposite or different races in the one classroom or in the one bus or in the one toilet, right? Then there's, you know, the, the women's movement and the sexuality. Over the time, over time, we have become progressively more accepting and rules and roles are changing. This is just another step forward in that. I, I can see why it is controversial, but I also sort of don't get it. What I, what I think happens in our society, particularly based on social media, is that something like the Gillette ad that's clearly pushing a narrative, clearly saying, hey, we need to, you know, do this, and it's, I'm just going to sell, sell some shavers, but they're pushing this narrative. People on whatever side of the debate will slam it, and they'll push it out, and they'll pump it, and they'll put all the click view th click view titles and they'll just make people want to, they'll stir up opinions, right? So when I first see the ad, I might think, you know, roughly a little bit of this way or roughly a little bit that way. But then I look on my social feed and social feeds often, they often tend to have this polarizing effect. As in, if you read one article, it will show you the next article that's a little bit more extreme. It's designed to do this to keep you engaged, to keep you coming back, to keep you doing more of the engagement on the website. If you keep coming back onto the website, onto the social website, to comment on these articles, to talk about this ad, you're giving the social media platform money, right? So your outrage actually is making them money. Gillette's making money because they're constantly getting mentioned, right? I.e. their products. And the social company is getting mentioned, is sorry, is getting the traffic, so they're getting advertisement revenue. And the people that are making those articles are getting traffic to their website, so they're getting advertisement revenue as well, right? It's all a big money-making scheme. That being said, it is a conversation that needs to happen. I will clearly push the narrative of, you know, like, down the progressive path on this one, just because it seems to be the, the only way that we can go. It doesn't, I, I can't, I can't really form a narrative in my mind to explain, like, yes, we should keep, you know, women oppressed, and yes, we should let boys be boys and not talk about stuff. It makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, we, we should... What are we arguing about? Like, that we, 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 sh we should let people bully each other? That we should let people fight and not treat each other with respect? That we should put down women in the workplace or not respect what they're saying or not, you know, put another fellow human, regardless of their difference to us, equal? How can you argue that? I guess, I guess people try to in the sense that they're worried about 
having their liberties taken away or they're worried about being forced to you know call someone by a gender pronoun that they're not comfortable with like that's a that's something that I see a lot of people particularly you know my generation and older I'm 30 right so I see people my age and older sort of on social saying you know I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna call you by the gender that you want to be called what what the fuck does it matter like <laughs> what does it hurt you to actually do that seriously and if it is such a massive deal to you you're probably not going to be in that person's life for long anyway, realistically. Like, if I wanted you to call, like, call me a female or a male or whatever, and it's an issue in my mind, and you're so bigoted that you can't fathom that thing, I'm cutting you. Like, I mean, sorry, you're, you're done for me. Yeah? Like, it's the same thing with mental illness. If you can't get on board with the whole idea that mental illness is a battle and a struggle, and all that sort of stuff. I'll try and have the conversation with you. I'll talk you through it. I'll send you the links. I'll send you the resources. But if you can't get on board, there's going to come a time where I cut you. Yeah? I, don't, I know I'm ranting. I just... This sort of stuff just really irks me that... That it can cause such outrage. And not even outrage. The fact that people get drawn into this on every single thing. I mean, what was the most... Like the one before this? You know, the, the Childish Gambino video. And before that, there was something else. And before that, there was something else, right? There's always going to be this, you know, this sort of zeitgeist advertisement or music video or speech or something that, that's going to come around. And because we've got this massive online culture now, it's going to keep coming around over and over and over and over and over again. These things are going to get viral and companies are going to look at Gillette. They're going to look at this ad and go, huh, look at the publicity it's getting. And I guarantee you, I don't know the companies that'll do it, but I guarantee you there's going to be a, a massive a massive wave of other companies doing this. I, I predict that they're going to come out hard with this because it's a massive way to gain publicity to get people talking about them. Yeah? That, that's what's going to happen. Companies are going to come out and get this ball rolling. Not necessarily... Like, I mean, the skeptic in me will say that they're doing it for the money to drive stuff back to their focus. The, 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 the humanitarian, the, the optimist inside really hopes that there's people in there wanting to push social change. But what does the shareholder want? The shareholder wants that money. The shareholder wants that dollars coming in. And if they can get that through social change, they will. Other companies on the other side, I predict, will come out completely against it because their clientele will prefer that. What it comes down to, and this is what I'm going to leave you with, is if you like the message, vote with your money. Yeah? With any company. If, something, if a company is doing something you like and you want, to, you want to push that, vote with your money and buy that product. If you don't like what it is, protest it, boycott it, don't buy it. Peace.